It's time for another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and yes, this is my podcast. I am a guy living in San Diego just trying to get through this pandemic and, uh, you know, survive. I, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, wait till 2021 and everything will be better. Do we really know if it'll be better or not? I mean, do we really know? Um, so, yeah, that's uh, kind of why I created this podcast. I used to be in the radio business over 19 years, and I was so used to waking up people in the morning and sharing my stories with them about my life, sharing with them uh, things that were happening in the news, uh, trending things. And since I lost that job, I continued by doing this podcast. And I appreciate anybody who is even pushing play and deciding to listen to the podcast, um, you know, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for listening. If you're a new listener to the show, if you could follow me on Facebook, that would be fantastic. You can just search Life with Hula um, on Facebook or you can email me lifewithhula at gmail.com. And if you could go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot five zero hot 50 and vote for my podcast to, um, you know, stay in the top hot 50 uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, I would love that too. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Life with Hula. Uh, got some fun things planned for today's show, including your moment of pure happiness at the end of the show. And it's about um, a former Amazon engineer who created a unique app that helps you understand something and it's a pet of yours so yeah we'll see if that turns out to be something well i'll tell you all about that at the end of the show i'm gonna do one last weight lock weight loss update uh for those that have been tuning in and going hey you used to talk about your weight i'm gonna do one last um kind of wrap up to my intermittent fast um, and then you won't hear about it unless you ask me because um, I'll stop talking about it because I feel like I've talked about it for so much. Um, but yeah, I'll bring it up later. Also, I've been feeling some kind of way. Um, for Tuesday, it's it's un- it's not unique. I've just been feeling like this for a long time and I think I finally am just going to bring it up because, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of feeling some kind of way. And I'll share why I'm feeling this way because that's what I do on this podcast. Um, but first, I've got some food news too. And I'll bring up the food news a little later in the show. But first, I have your things to keep you in the know. So these are stories that are trending today. Uh, first one, of course, um, a doctor volunteers for a Moderna vaccine trial and claims it's very safe. So the world may see two coronavirus vaccines before the end of the year. Dr. Carl Ware with the Sanford Burnham Presb Medical Discovery Institute may have already received a dose. This is a double blind clinical study, so I don't know if I got the real thing or if I got the placebo, says Ware. He is director of Infectious and Inflammatory Disease Center and professor of immunology at Sanford Burnham uh, Prebs. He also, uh, he volunteered to be in the clinical trials for Moderna's coronavirus vaccine uh, which is an easy decision for him. He says he's excited to be part, able to participate in something that is so important to people in the world. This is my science. I understand the science, so I feel like this was a great time and a great opportunity. He got the first dose in the uh, trial eight weeks ago. 30 days later, he got a booster. He said he didn't experience symptoms after e- either shot. At his last appointment, researchers drew blood to measure his immune response. He said he won't know the results until the rest of us do. 
Uh, Moderna says Monday that its vaccine appeared to be 94.5% effective in early data. Uh, P, uh, Pfizer, by the way, I always say P Pfizer because there's a silent P in front of it, uh, revealed last week that its vaccine appeared to be 90% effective. Both vaccines are new genetic technology called uh, messenger RNA or mRNA, which does not use the live virus. It's very harmless compared to other types of vaccines. It's a, it codes a very small part of the virus genetic material, so it only produces the protein that virus uh, the virus uses to get into a cell. That's all. It's very safe and doesn't cause a viral infection, but it exposes that protein, the antigen, to your immune system so your immune system can recognize it to be a foreign and mount an immune response that can protect you. Where says the beauty of this technology is that it's relatively easy to make, while P Pfizer or Pfizer <laughs> distributed distribution will require the vaccine to be kept at 94 degrees below zero. Moderna's new normal for refrigeration and will keep in a freezer for up to six months. Its distribution, as we heard with Moderna vaccine, will be feasible. I think there's a really important part of how the vaccine can be uh, can slow the spread of a virus and eventually get rid of a pandemic. Um, I hope this is it. I hope this is the big thing that uh, allows us to, you know, feel more safe and allows this pandemic to be over. Um, let's just all pray. Your next story to keep you in the know, Donnie Wahlberg, you know, Mark, or not Marky Mark, the new kids on the block, Donnie Wahlberg, tips 2020 at Massachusetts Restaurant. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg is making headlines for tipping generously again. On November 7th, the actor and singer visited Marshland Restaurant and Bakery in Sandwich, Massachusetts. I love the fact that this place is called Sandwich, Massachusetts, and left a $2,020 tip on a $35 bill. At the bottom of the receipt, he wrote the message, 2020 Tip Challenge. A photo of the receipt was posted on the restaurant's Facebook page with the caption, a very special thank you to our friend Donnie Wahlberg. When asked about it, all he said was, who's up next? Earlier this year, the Blue Bloods actor tipped a server in Illinois. I hopped $2,020 on a $78.46 bill. His wife, actress Jenny McCarthy, McCarthy, tweeted a picture of the January 1st receipt, which had a handwritten message that read, Happy New Year 2020 Tip Challenge. Even before the 2020 Tip Challenge gained popularity, Wahlberg was tipping with a gusto. In 2017, he left a $2,000 tip at a Waffle House in Charlotte, North Carolina. And your last story to keep you in the know, you may be able to tell the age and sex of your Thanksgiving turkey just by chewing on it. I don't know if you'd want to do that, but when you pick a Thanksgiving turkey from the grocery aisle, you are typically focused on the size, the cost, and maybe even the brand. But most of us don't really know a whole lot about the bird we plan to serve for the year's most anticipated meal. A recent question posted to the Farmer's Almanac got straight to the point. Are the commercial turkeys you're buying for Thanksgiving males or females or both? And do males and females taste different? In short, the answer is there are, on average, some differences in tastes based on gender and age. According to the publication, which is known for seasonal projections and home management advice, younger females and older males are apparently the top turkey choices among American consumers. Hens are usually eaten when they are young and small, wrote the Farmer's Almanac staff, citing toughness as a concern in older females. Conversely, older males are preferred to younger ones because younger ones generally have stringy meat. So in theory, the next time you bite into a tough bird, you can be chewing an older hen. At least there's more polite theory than blaming the chef for overcooking. 
Um, so, of course, determining age and gender is impossible for most shoppers at the store. However, according to the upscale home goods brand Williams Sonoma, there are several other things to look for on the label if you're choosy about your bird. And here are a few things to keep in mind. Basted or self-basting birds have been injected with solutions that add liquid to the bird. Some actually prefer the taste of an injected bird, while the other, um, while this may be a label to avoid if you don't like heavy processing. Heritage birds are known to be minimally processed and considered flavorful, but they also have roam-free and may not have the fat content of other varieties. Similarly, free-range and pasteurized turkeys have been allowed to roam and may not be as plump and fatty as a mass farm animal. If you like gamey bird, you may want to look for a wild label suggesting the bird is from a very small batch, likely to be the lean and dry side, according to Williams Sonoma. And there you go. It's probably more information you need to know about your turkey. But those are the stories to keep you in the know. So, um, I, you know, I've struggled to bring this up. I've been kind of going through um, a crazy time in my life. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, um, I used to be in radio. Well, in every podcast, I used to be in the radio business. Even before that um, or after that, I, was, I worked for a art center. Well, with radio, a lot of people are getting laid off. Still, layoffs are happening for different companies. And when it comes to art centers, um, people are starting to come back to work. But I don't know. I'm not being asked to come back. (laughs) And uh, it just doesn't seem like that's going to be a thing for me anymore. So my creative side is just really having a downward spiral. Um, if you follow me on social media, TikTok, Snapchat, I, I post these things like every day about, you know, fun facts that I, I share with my coffee. And then I started this new series. Um, I don't know how it's going to take off, but it's called Think About It. And it's like just, you know, random things to think about. Like today's Think About It uh, was about um, the fact that as we're younger, we try so hard to sneak out of our houses to go to parties. And then while we get older, we try so hard to sneak out of parties to go home. And you know, just like things like that just, just make you think about. And so I've noticed that the fact that m- the jobs I used to do f- before, a lot of jobs like through my life, I, I worked at SeaWorld, um, I worked at the radio station, I worked you know, for the art center. They're very creative jobs. Uh, I'm not one to sit nine to five. I, I, I'm not one to, the, my current job that I do, I, answer phones and I um, talk to people who own timeshares and I try to answer their questions or book them their reservations and it's great you know people are really nice and I feel my customer service skills are very well received but I don't feel like there's anything creative in that job and I feel like so depressed I'm going through a weird depression and um, I'm trying hard to use my TikTok skills and my my Instagram skills to kind of help you know make me happy um i take my kids to different theme parks because i'm just trying to be creative and you know show them to have fun and it's just like every day i have to go back to work i get more and more depressed it's a struggle it's a struggle i'm dealing with and it's a struggle i'll get over but it's something i definitely want to put out there in the universe because i want to show people that you know on this podcast a lot of times i come on here i tell you wacky stories I tell you about fun events that I've done, and that is one side of me. And there are times when I've talked about my daughter who has an intellectual disability. I've talked about dealing with my weight loss struggles. I've talked about you know being 
uh, sexually molested when I was younger. I've talked about serious topics, but I don't really go there very often. So I guess today's the day where I, I just am feeling drained. I'm feeling creatively drained. And it's something that I love. I love to be creative. I love social media. I love, you know, creating stories for people, telling stories for people, just being so creative. And I feel like when I'm not being creative, it's like a blah. I feel like all of a sudden I can feel my my personality. I can feel my um, energy levels just diminish because I'm not using that left, what is it, creative side of your left brain? I don't know, left side dominant. Um, I'm just not using that side as often. I'm using it for social media, but I mean, it's not something that I was so used to doing all the time. And it's hard. It's a struggle. I'm dealing with a struggle. Uh, I just want to show people you're not alone if you're dealing with the crazy that is 2020. Um, you know, I get in these moods and and it's just, you know, it, it helps me to vent it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm venting out the fact that I'm miserable. <laughs> is that even a thing? Like, yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing. So, so there's that. If you're wondering why I haven't responded to people or messages or if you're wondering how I'm doing, I'm good. Like, I'm good in general, but I am depressed. Does that make sense? I'm not suicidal. I'm not, like, going to go and do something crazy. I'm just in a very depressive state and I need to break out of this mood I'm in I mean this weekend my family and I I think my wife's going to like some craft fair and I'm uh, gonna stay home with the girls while she does that and then maybe go to Costco some so exciting I know um, I don't know we'll see what happens we'll see what fun antics I get into uh, this weekend I know we're doing like Christmas pictures. We're doing holiday pictures on Sunday, and I think we're doing it at Balboa Park. So that should be fun. I don't know. Anyways, that's uh, yeah, that's that's kind of an update on me. Um, so as I mentioned yesterday's show, I brought up my weight loss journey. I'm now in the maintenance phase. If you've been following this journey this whole entire time, I've done a fourth intermittent fast. I've been doing uh this entire year started in february um i have ga- i've lost a total of 90 pounds total from the four intermittent fasts added together um and i'm bringing this up again because um, people have been asking me like oh are you gonna intermittent fast anymore i've decided as i mentioned in yesterday's podcast that i'm gonna do this for lent i'm gonna do this once a year and that's it i'm not gonna go crazy or hardcore right now i'm eating 2000 to 2200 calories a day for sure had my first taste of Halo Top ice cream, which I love. And it's a great little like um, dessert for me um, to just have and to feel like I'm eating, you know, not so healthy, even though today I for sure had keto bread. Um, Sorry, I'm yawning so much right now. I'm just exhausted. I, I don't know, I'm tired. Anyways, um, I get up early. I walk with my dog now. I'm doing this exercise challenge day. Today is day 16. 17 um it's the kickoff it's like every three days i do exercise and then i take a break so yesterday was my break today i'm kicking off the first day of the three which always sucks um i think i have to do bazillion crunches or sit-ups or whatever but i'm ready for it so anyways um yeah so that's what's going on with the weight loss journey um it's it's now you know just up to maintaining and you know i have a year till i get down to one 
93 is what I want to do, I think. Uh, when, get, get, you know, I have a whole year. So I'm not going to be too stressed out about it. I feel like I'm in a good situation right now. So there is my update on my weight loss. And going from weight loss update to uh, delicious foods. That's what I'm doing. I got some food news for you guys. Um, first of all, Aldi's, if you're a fan of Aldi's, they have their winter cheesecake sampler, and it'll make you forget about the pie this holiday season. Um, as we learned from this past week, the Great British Baking Show, most cheesecakes are really hard to make. And in the spirit of the holiday, cheesecake sampler from Aldi will let you get into all sorts of delicious seasonal flavors with having without having to bake or buy uh, your four cheesecakes that you probably won't be able to finish anyways. So the genius creation was posted by Instagrammer Aldi.MadeMeDoIt, who apparently knows exactly what they want to be eating this winter. So this pack comes with four different flavored cheesecake slices, including classic New York cheesecake style, chocolate marble, amaretto, and white chocolate raspberry. So there's four different slices of cheesecake that you get in a pack. And I think it's brilliant because especially if you don't want to buy just one, you can buy a treat for yourself. You can eat one cheesecake slice for the four days and all you got to pay is $10. That's it. And you can get it at Aldi's. So go get your cheesecake sampler platter. <laughs> the next thing I want to bring up for your food news is the fact that you can order a hot cocoa cold brew from Starbucks to be festive and caffeinated at the same time. So they're always coming up with, you know, unique drinks at Starbucks. And this winter time, there's a new hot cocoa cold brew in their secret menu. And here's what you got to do to get it. You have to ask for, um, basically, let's see here. Here's what you got to do. Here's the recipe. You're going to start with a venti vanilla sweet cream cold brew base. So that's what you're going to ask for. You're going to then ask for things like mocha sauce, toasted white mocha sauce, chocolate powder, and you'll get the full effect and that's it. So you'll get yourself a vanilla sweet cold cream cold brew base, mocha sauce, toasted white mocha sauce, and chocolate powder. And there you'll have your hot cocoa cold brew. Secret menu item from Starbucks. And your last food item news, food news, is KFC's unveiled its its limited time edition holiday buckets for 2020, and two of them are serious throwbacks. So it's a special time when everybody's doing holiday makeovers, of course, cereals, sugar cookies, Oreos, all that kind of good stuff. Well, KFC is doing the same thing, and they've cre been creating festive buckets since 1960. Well, this year they're bringing back both the 1966 and 1971 U.S. holiday buckets, as well as releasing a new vintage-inspired design, especially made for 2020. The two replica buckets have been painstakingly recreated and includes all sorts of Easter eggs for you to spot, including the fact that one now uses the entire retired tagline North Americans North America's hospitality dish the 2020 bucket brings the same vintage energy but with a modern twist all of KFC KFC's holiday buckets this year will be available in the U.S. locations starting on November 24th if you're really looking forward to getting that throwback one you should act quickly because only limited quantities of 1966 and 1971 design buckets will be available really I mean is it that I mean if you want a bucket cool it's gonna be kind of greasy but anyways, you can get your holiday limited edition bucket starting November 24th. And that is your food news. All right. 
Last but not least, it looks like um, I've got your story, or excuse me, your moment of pure happiness. And a former Amazon engineer creates an app to translate cat meows into words humans understand. So a former Amazon engineer is working to answer a question almost all cat owners have is what is my cat trying to tell me? So Javier Sanchez, who worked on Amazon's Alexa, is now a project manager with the Bellevue, Washington tech company, Acvillon, and it's a feline state of mind for his current project, according to King5. Sanchez is currently developing an app called Meow Talk, a creation that promises to translate your cat's vocalizations into something humans can understand. It's not a language. They don't share words or communicate with each other. Cats never meow at each other out in nature. Um, basically cats meow to humans and Sanchez and his team have found that cats often have one of nine different intents they're trying to relay when they meow at you. So using his Alexa experience and this researcher, uh, has working to decode meows into the phrases that cats are trying to convey. Like I'm hungry, I'm in pain. Cat owners will download the app, are able to record their cats meow and then get a translation of the sound. Pet parents then have the option to fine tune and train the app to learn their pet's unique vocalizations. Owners are able to provide feedback to Meow Talk on the accuracy of the app's transitions. So yeah, this is interesting. I, I feel like I do talk to my cat. I do have a cat and he, when he meows at me, I kind of know what he's saying, to be honest with you. I know when he's hungry. I know that he wants more food. I know when he wants water. Um, I just know these things about my cat and he meows at me and it's very, crazy he's looking at me right now as i'm doing this podcast yes jasper i'm talking about you anyways that is your story to keep you or no that is your moment of pure happiness sorry moment of pure happiness all right you fine kittens and cats and <laughs> all you people um thank you so much for tuning in to another wacky just a wacky uh episode of life with hula um, I don't know what's happening. I think I'm just going crazy now. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by going to search Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all those uh, social media platforms. Follow me and I'll follow you right back. Okay. Um, also, if you want to vote for, uh, I don't know if you'd want to after listening to this podcast, um, hot ma- uh, podcastmagazine.com slash hot five zero to vote for your favorite one and only hula's uh podcast life life with hula um on podcast magazine but other than that you guys um thank you so much for tuning in to an episode of life with hula a really weird episode um i hope you have an amazing tuesday and i will catch you tomorrow thanks again for tuning in to life with hula the podcast bye